Good morning, friends. Tony Pellegrini here. I uh, want to reach out and welcome you to the Teaching and Learning at Southern Utah University podcast. This podcast delves into the dynamic world of education in one of the most vibrant academic communities in the state of Utah. Please join us as we explore innovative teaching methodologies, insightful discussions with educators, and inspiring stories of student growth. Whether you're a seasoned educator, a curious student, or simply passionate about the art of learning, this podcast is your window into the enriching experiences that shape Southern Utah University's learning environment. With us today is one of our absolutely uh, insightful uh, staff members, Donna Law. Donna Law is our Community and Government Relations Director here at the university, and she does a wonderful job, from Tony's perspective at least, in uh, meeting the needs of our learners uh, in com- connecting with our community. Donna, could you take a moment or two, tell us a little about yourself, a little about your position here at SUU? Sure. It's a new position, um, recently promoted to Associate Vice President of Community and Government Relations. I apologize. No, no, no. Thank no, you. No, don't. It's, it's, still new for, it's still new for me. In fact, You've business cards it. were just delivered today. <laughs> you have earned it. Please go um, ahead. I'm sorry. But I, I actually started my career at Southern Utah University uh, at the Shakespeare Festival, actually as a volunteer. Because sometimes that's that's how you begin, right? You put your toe in, and then um, I worked my way up. I spent 10 years at our Shakespeare Festival before going to work for two others, one in Idaho and one in Orlando, um, at which after... To, after about two years in Orlando, my husband said, can we go home now? And fortunately, they were uh, they just announced that they were going to build an art museum, which we now know as the Southern Utah Museum of Art. And they had lost a development director, a fundraiser. And so that's what I got to come back to SUU to do about 14 years ago. So I've been working as a fundraiser about 12 years ago. I got the opportunity to be the government relations director. So those two have been my um, those two have been my responsibilities until about oh three months ago, when instead of fundraising, I get to focus on community relations. Fantastic. We we're sure appreciative of, the, of your work. And I, I, just as you were mentioning, uh, I remember when you were in Orlando. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 that is wonderful. <laughs> There's some context to the what's past is prologue for us. Um, uh, Donna, we're, we're extremely uh, pleased of your uh, receiving the uh, Board of Trustees Award for uh, quality service. Um, uh, your innovative practices. Can you talk to us for a little bit about, I know you don't like shining your own uh, belt buckle, but tell us a little about some of the, the innovative practices that, that you um, have shared to, to be able to uh, engage with that award or, or to demonstrate your, your willingness to, to participate with that award. Well, thank you. Well, first of all, I was truly honored to receive that. That's the top award presented every year as part of Thunderbird Awards. Um, so I was really, truly honored. The work I do for Southern Utah University is, of course, all about our students, even though I have minimal interaction with students. I have, for the last four years, had the opportunity to teach in the Masters of Interdisciplinary Studies program by teaching an online course in nonprofit management. But um, I think I think it's the breadth of my work and the longevity of I mean, 25 years is a long time, so... <laughs> It's kind of like the Lifetime Achievement Award. And maybe that was an introduction or an opportunity to say, oh, it's time for you to retire, sister. No, it is not. It is not. Um, I think I'm not sure how how much I can speak to being innovative. I think what – 
I think what I always try to do, regardless of what hat I've worn or what my responsibility has been, is to always be mindful of who, theater background, always be be mindful of who my audience is. So even as we started this conversation, I needed to better understand who, who might be listening to this conversation. So when I think about, um, you know, my government relations responsibilities, my audience is the Utah State Legislature. And how do I tell the SUU story to the Utah State Legislature in a way that will be most meaningful and in a way that will speak to um, speak to the great work that we do here in a way that translates to them as a worthwhile investment because that's, you know, 51% of our revenues come to the university through the state legislature. There aren't very many states in the union anymore that fund education that way. So I just, and, and every legislator's different, right? You've got some who want to hear about the football team and you've got one, some who want to hear about the arts and you've got some who want to know about um, how are the sciences going and what are you doing to prepare our doctors or what are you doing to prepare um, cybersecurity specialists? And so having as being mindful of who the audience is and how to best inform them, I think is one of the things that I do. And that's, that's not different than in the classroom, right? Because you've been in the classroom for a while, Tony, and I, and I'm sure that you've had to shift a little bit as to how and what you do, particularly in this post COVID environment. I mean, here we are doing a podcast, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> what now, what class did you take about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so so we learn and adapt, but I think that is formed around who it is we're we're speaking with, and that starts with who it is we're listening to, and and how to best serve them. I, uh, you know, you've really touched me as far as the the amount of background work that has to go into teaching. You mentioned yes, we have great teaching going on here, but without staff, without support, without the connections uh, to your audience of the legislators and and others, community, uh, extended community that you address and, and engage with, it, it um, we can't. Great teachers and great students are just not enough. It takes it takes our whole team to be able to work and engage and and move forward with that. And um, uh, uh, I wanted to, to, come, to come back to that, but to talk to you about maybe some of the skills that you have developed through your time and your tenure at SUU to be able to um, uh, help others to, uh, legislators and others, acquire the, the information that they need to make the most informed decisions to move forward. Do you have some particular uh, skills that, um, that uh, you could suggest to our uh, listeners? Uh, let me give you a couple of ideas. Maybe communication skills or an empathetic heart or those things that can um, appeal to, to, the, to those with whom you work. Yeah, so... So I think about the work that we do here at SUU. So we are here to change lives, right? And so I think, as, as I think about the 1,100 people that are full or part-time employees across campus, and actually, quite frankly, across the country now because of our ability to teach online, um, I suspect most of us are servant leaders. And we do this work because we want to make a difference. We want to make a difference in the lives of the students that are in our classroom, in the lives of our families, in the lives of our community. So I think about, um, I've been able to learn more about what servant leadership, and you mentioned empathy that comes mm -hmm. with that. 
Um, I also think, and that's just, we're, we're putting other people in front of ourselves, right? Um, and then I think about adaptability. So I think when adaptability is one of those, um, my husband might call it a superpower that I have because things, things change. We have to adapt. And if you're, if you're rigid in, I only do it this way, and, and this is, dare we ever say the word, this is how I've always done it, but it, we have to be willing to be flexible to adapt to new opportunities, to new circumstances, to new, um, to new awarenesses, right? Every day, every day something comes across my world, um, my desk, my office, the people that I work with, and we become aware of something that we didn't know yesterday. And so you take your life experience, your career experience, you take your policy and your practices, and you go, oh, well, how might I do that better? You mean you're a lifelong learner? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I am a lifelong learner. And I also learned this. Um, this was something that I learned from my colleague, Jessica Kinsey, who is the executive director of the Art Museum, the idea of how might we. You know, sometimes we're just so quick to say, yes, I'll do that, or sadly, more, we say, no, I won't do that. And if you approach things from that adaptability perspective with an idea of how might we, how might we accomplish that? We, we don't have money for that. We don't have time for that. We don't have enough people for that. How might we do that? You start thinking about who else might want to be part of this? Who else could make this a bigger picture? And as, as I start this new, um, as I start this new activity in community relations, there's so much about who else. Who else would would be interested in making this happen? Who else would be interested? Um, who else would care? And that's you know, and I think that's how we become flexible. So I hope that adaptability, positivity, um, are some of the things that I that I bring to the table. Um, absolutely. Another that I've seen in you that I've observed absolutely is your personalized learning and your relationships. Uh, your your statement just a moment ago about who else could be involved or what else could be done to to involve others. There's a there with with you. I see it's a, a team approach. Yes, you take a lead, but but you allow others to participate and engage and and be members of the team, uh, members of the fun that you're having and. So so um, can you talk to us about uh, maybe some of the uh, personalized learning examples that as a lifelong learner that you've en en enjoyed uh, over your tenure here and that others may uh, see as opportunities for them to enjoy as well? Well, and I'm a, a lifelong learner and a late life learner. How's that? So I, w I got my master's degree here at SUU in arts administration when I was 59 years old. So... <laughs> You're not even so, <laughs> 58. Don't give me that. So um, what, I, what, I, what I think I've learned through this process is that learning, it, learning has become very enjoyable for me. And it's, it's been fun to learn for the sake of learning, not learning to pass a test, not learning, but learning to apply to my real life. And how, and how does that help me? So then I got that, I got that master's degree, which opened up the opportunity to teach a class. So nonprofit management was where I fit into in the MIS world. And then being able to have those one-on-one -on -one experiences with students that I only get to see online or over the telephone or, or, 
or through you know text or email, what whichever way works best for them. Um, at whatever time works best for them had to happen a little bit along, the, along those lines too. But to be able to have that, I remember what it, I, re, I know what it's like to be an adult learner. And so to be able to work with master's degree candidates who too are having to balance their desire to improve their, their life, their family, their, their work experience by taking this time and making this effort to advance their knowledge, that was really, that's, that's been really rewarding for me. Uh, you know, to be able to, uh, to look at others and say, you know, it wasn't too long ago that I was right where you are. You can do this. You can make this work. How are you going to make that do? And how can I help and support you with that? Absolutely. That's one, that's one of the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, opportunities that we have here at Southern Utah University. Um, uh, I'm going to wrap up here in a second, but I just wanted to ask you any words of wisdom uh, for faculty, for staff, for students uh, here at SUU. You, you, you're, you're a product of SUU. You're a part of SUU. Um, we'd, we'd, like to, we'd like to do that too. What would be some words of wisdom for us to, to follow in your example? Wow. Well, I'm reflecting on uh, President Benson's inauguration address, and she talked about she talked about um, she restated that story of Christopher Wren who came across three people building a wall, and one was building a wall. One was laying bricks. One was building a wall, and the third was building a cathedral to the heavens. We here at SUU are all working together, not to lay bricks, not to build a wall, but to build that cathedral. We change, we have a noble cause to change lives. As people, as our students advance through their processes, they are, and this was the great thing for me as, as an adult learner getting my degree, um, was the confidence that comes with that. I can do this. Didn't know before I could do it, but because of our teachers, our instructors, probably teachers might not have been the best word, but because of our instructors, our faculty, our staff, um, all the people, all the people here, 1,100 people here are working to help, to help change the life of every single student that walks this campus. So that's, I would ask us to remember Whatever your, whatever your responsibility is here as an employee of SUU, that you are here, you're not by yourself. There are 1,100 of us working to change the lives of every single student who we encounter, be it in person or online. And I would just try to remind everybody that that's why we're here. That's what we do. Their lives are better, their families are better, their circumstances are improved, and will be for the entirety of their life because of the time we spend here together. Thank you so much, Donna. We sure appreciate your perspective and your observations. Friends, as we conclude, please remember that just as John has stated here, education is a dynamic partnership between passionate educators and very eager learners. It's about fostering curiosity, sparking inspiration, and bracing growth. Join us our next time as we continue to the exploration of remarkable stories and strategies that make education at Southern Utah University truly exceptional. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, keep learning and keep inspiring, just like Donna. Thank you, everyone.